to a podcast. The end. An A-plus podcast. Oh, wait. Hold on. I'm looking at my notes here that say nothing. Uh, this is actually Mighty Morphin Legacy, and I am your host, Eli, and I am joined by Ashley. Ruby Riddle, Red Ranger. You got there. <laughs> Abby. Uh, Casey Brown, Pink Ranger. I almost said Ashley again. And Mike. Jaden Emery, Green Ranger. There we go. Uh, <laughs> we're we're having a time, folks. Yeah. It's it's a time. Uh, but to recap, last time you guys fought uh, the Gobbler. Gobble Gobble. Uh, who turned out to be incredibly dangerous. Uh, and But you did save Thanksgiving. Uh, Ruby got to have Thanksgiving with her family. Everybody went to Casey's apartment for Thanksgiving, including Alpha and Zordon using uh, holographic projections to make themselves look human. Uh, uh, yes, holographic meat suits. Yes. It Alpha worked. was his usual uh, blunt self. And Jaden brought uh, his new... Potential love interest, uh, Kelly Soon. I think that's the name I gave her. <laughs> uh, definitely Kelly. I'm not sure about the last Kelly. name. Well, now I have questions because <laughs> of the name. Because you weren't listening the first time I said it. Uh, Suna is actually her name, Kelly Suna. And then uh, we ended the episode with Jaden getting a call from his mother. Carol Emery, whom he has not heard from in probably about 12 years. Mm-hmm. And we are actually going to do a little bit of a time jump. It is a couple weeks later, so we're kind of in the middle of December. Uh, Christmas is in full. Why are you looking at me like that, Abby? I was like, okay, cool. We're going to speed past all that shit. <laughs> but yeah, that's fair. We, we got, we're on a time crunch. Let's go. Uh, well, I mean, I, I imagine that the phone call lasts all of 30 seconds. I don't know if Jane's going to hang up on her. No. Or not. But, um, but I, I got I, shit to do, so. Yeah, I mean, the gist of the conversation is she reveals that she's actually been looking for you for a while. She's not going to take up too much of your time. She shares, she's sure you are busy, but she would love, you know, for you to, you know, that th- this number is the best way to contact her. She'd love it if you would give her a call so you guys could talk more. Got it. But... The issue that is currently happening is that polygoners wearing Santa hats have been uh, stealing presents on layaway from stores and also attacking uh, mail trucks. Specifically layaway. (laughs) Come on. Yeah, because that's people have already picked those as presents. Yeah, they're just paying on them. That's a special kind of bad. (laughs) I'm sorry. Um. Uh, but yeah, so we're a couple weeks in. What has everybody been doing the last couple of weeks? Any group activities? What? How far into December are we? Um, I don't know. Middle of December. Still got okay. a couple weeks till Christmas. A week till Christmas. It is middle of December. Two weeks. I wrote two weeks. Week and a half. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> I was just being sure. I mean, regardless. Semester ends at the beginning of December, so I was just being sure. Yeah, that... no, it's it's a couple weeks after Thanksgiving. Okay, yeah, so semester's over. Um, I'm assuming that Ruby has set up uh, some tacky white tour shit with Jaden and... Um, oh my God, Casey. Casey. Um, 
as well as she was like, okay, Zordon and Alpha 7 have to come see the Tacky Light Tour because it's wild. Oh, and Angel Grove goes hard. Yeah. So <laughs> she's just like, like you have to. And then she's like, at the end, we're going to go see a mall Santa and we got to get pictures with Santa Claus. So she's just like, we got to do all the things with her friends. So she's done that and also does her family tradition things that they usually do like decorate the tree cookies yeah like that so she's she's living her best life casey's been doing that and also trying to uh you know balance phone calls from her parents and and fielding the hey why don't you come home for the holidays no just just all that because she no she doesn't want to go over there yeah you're getting a lot of uh guilt trips from your family because your brother is um in lockup pending trial for, you know, his car shenanigans. Don't you want to see your brother for the holidays? Like, Mom, he stole a car. Well, it's more that, you know, they're like, well, you have to come home for the holidays. Our parent, you know, we won't have any of the kids if you don't come home for the holidays. Because uh, your other siblings, who are also all over 18, don't live there anymore. And unlike you, try to minimize how much they speak to your parents. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Casey's get going, no, I'm not coming over. I can't afford it. Uh, what about Jaden? I think after Thanksgiving, the um, idea of us all hanging out has like sort of taken hold. So we've all been... And Jaden's whole like focus is martial arts anyway. So it, either these gatherings turn into like pseudo training sessions or a competition of some sort. So it's either like training at the, at the command center and then maybe hanging out after that or... You know, going out to the bar, and, and of course that turns to a competition. It's like who, who can have drink enough shots, and you can do that. And then let's play pool or darts. Yeah, that, yeah, 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 exactly. You know, yeah. and um, and I guess Kelly's been around, joining in on these festivities too. And I'd like to think specifically with him and Kelly, it's like they literally spar as she progresses in her training, and whoever wins has to pay for the next date. Like oh, that. that's fun. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Or whoever loses has to pay. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she has to pay a lot. Because <laughs> she is definitely, like, she's good, but she's mm. not anywhere near as good as Jade. Yeah. yeah, and, you know, Zordon has been uh, doing a lot of, Z- Zordon has been doing a lot of studying of um, what other than the obvious traumatic brain injury could be making uh, Franklin Whalen behave the way that he is. Because mm-hmm. you guys also did find out that he is a cyborg that he is using the same holographic hard light technology to make himself look human uh, like he did before, uh, but has, at presumably using his abilities as a Blue Ranger and their technological connection to the Morphin Grid, uh, assimilated Alpha-6 into his own body to keep himself alive. It's just so <laughs> bad. Some body snatcher shit. I'm sorry. It's so bad. Say, Abby, your face, facial expressions don't translate. <laughs> But trust me, listener, they're pretty great. <laughs> um, oh, the reason you're going to be pushing for like webcams and like for the streaming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At but spoilers. Some, moving at on. At some point, we'll definitely get there. Um, but Alpha 7 has actually been working with Casey a little bit because you were already investigating more, trying to learn more about the Morphin Grid. And because you're there more, Alpha 7 is able to uh, focus on your... The three of you, your morphers, because you still can't take them off. And he's tr- he's been trying to figure out why. What is it about the three of you that is making this the way it is? 
Yeah, so, like, I imagine it's, like, one of those things where, like, they're just at a table. Casey has her wrist out. She's, like, scrolling her phone, and Alpha's just, like, poking at it. It's yeah. Like, why isn't this working? It. Yeah. And at one point, Alpha 7 does say, you know what's really weird is, I think if I cut off your hand, I still wouldn't be able to take this off. Please don't cut off my hand. Well, obviously, I'm not going to cut off your hand. But, uh, huh. That's interesting. Um, like- But then, um, you know, you guys have been investigating the polygoner stuff trying to figure out i mean obviously fucking up christmas is a big deal and obviously the amtf has been responding pretty well to a lot of this stuff some of them like especially the store attacks they don't tend to get there they can't teleport like you guys can getting to the scene is a a little bit more troubling for them Um, but the truck attacks are a little bit easier because it's harder to get into the trucks than it is to just get into the back room of a store uh yeah so they have a little bit more time to react um, but all of you are doing whatever it is that you're doing at the time when you hear do 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 do. All right. <laughs> What's up? Hey gang, uh, I need you back at the command center. I have a Christmas present. Oh man, so early! I'm excited. Okay. <laughs> um, and when all of you are there, Alpha is like, "All right," and he he leads you into the um his lab, and he tells you, uh, "Put all your more, you know." Put your hands with the morphers in the center of the table there. Uh, and you all kind of like do that yeah. triple fist bump yeah. kind of yeah. thing. And then this huge machine just sort of like comes down from the ceiling. And he goes, uh, oh, yeah, you guys should close your eyes and turn the other way. This is going to be real bright. Oh, oh, oh no. Uh, as these probes kind of come out of it and just start shooting lasers into your morphers. So aggressive. Uh and there is this huge flash of uh, rainbow white. And uh, he goes, yeah, I knew it. You three somehow have a natural connection to the morphing grid. That's why you can't take the morphers off. Okay. <laughs> well, also, I well, what it means for now is that I have a better understanding of how we can get them off. Okay. Or rather of how to find out how to get them off. But what it also means is right then and there, I was able to increase your morpher's connection to the morphin grid. Does that mean it's less likely to come off? No. Okay. Do we what? get like to do extra cool shit? <laughs> Possibly? Uh, so mechanically what this means is uh, all of your zords have gotten a new zord feature. Uh, the dragon zord can now fly. Sweet. The unicorn zord, when you are piloting it, now uses your... Uh, your fighting, your might nice. to make uh, physical attack rolls, and your Phoenix Zord now uses your targeting to make ranged attack rolls. Nice. As your integrated connection to your Zords has been increased. Um, I have also increased some of your uh, essence scores and increased some of your skills the same. Uh, for Ashley, I gave you have a new grid power called Power Battery, which increased your personal power, meaning you can use your things like Power Strike or Come Together or things like that more frequently in a fight. Uh, Abby, I forgot what I gave you, but on your sheet under Powers uh, should be my handwriting. It's going to be on the other page. Uh, group Strike? Is that it? No. Uh, power Strike? Yes, Power Strike. Uh, you were able to use personal power to imbue your attacks. 
uh, so that they do energy damage instead of the normal sharp or whatever. Nice. Uh, and Jaden, I don't remember what I gave you either. <clears throat> I have sidestep. That is a class feature that you already got. And you picked Power Quake. Yeah, last time. And, and Repair Zord. Repair Zord, that's what I gave you. So you were able to spend one for each personal power you spend. You can repair your Zord 1d2 health. Um, and if you spend three personal power while a part of a Megazord, you can repair the Megazord for 1d2 health. Okay. Um, and... Uh, Alpha 7 goes, Merry Christmas. Great. Thank you, Alpha. Thanks, Alpha. Um, and all of you can feel this, like, surge of power. Um, you know, in the case of Casey, your strength essence has gone up. Uh, I believe I increased your strength essence in your conditioning. I believe I did the same for Casey. And uh, Ruby's speed essence went up along with your initiative. And while you are there, you know, Zordon's just sort of passively watching what's happening. Um, you've definitely gotten the impression that Zordon does not micromanage this shit at all. <laughs> like, he just implicitly trusts Alpha 7 to be working on things that need to be worked on. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a question. Has anybody asked Zordon about his relationship to the Alpha robots? I would... Casey asked. Yeah, so you, Casey definitely knows that... Uh, Zordon invented the Alpha robots. Hmm. Uh, Alpha 1 was the first one he built, and it was lost. Uh, He was lost in a uh, Morphin Grid accident. Uh, Presumably vaporized. Oh, dang. Poor Alpha 1. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, it's just every series after that just sort of makes its own successor. So it is a, there is a direct, like, lineage of both programming and mechanics and hardware and stuff as each alpha series gets slightly more advanced uh, because they are able to make their own improvements to their next uh, one. Hmm. Uh, And usually the only time that the next one comes online is the previous one goes offline. It's rarely a choice. Uh, Although alpha three did was at a certain point, just like I'm not nearly as effective as I need to be. And Alpha 4 is going to be more effective, so I'm just going to shut down. Mm. Uh, Dang. They're robots. They they are... A lot of them are capable of replicating human emotion. Uh, Alpha 5 especially was really good at that. Alpha 7, not so much. But they are still robots. They, they have a hierarchy of directives. And the, their top priority is always help the rangers. So if they feel that they are not achieving that priority, then they're going to do whatever they can to fix that. But as you guys are reveling at what's happening, uh, you get the uh, alert starts going off. You guys all go to the command center and Alpha 7 brings up on the screen. Uh, there is an attack at the Angel Grove Mall. Oh boy. Um, and he brings up some social media lives of what's happening. And what you see, there are the polygoners with the Santa Claus hats. Um, but you also see a Santa, except his face is uh, completely in shadow, like from, from the nose up. And his mouth is just rows and rows of teeth with what looks like a furnace inside of him 
as coal smoke is billowing out of his hat. Uh, and he has he has the mall Santa by the shirt and throws him. And Sordon goes, you should probably handle that. No shit. <laughs> okay. Um, um, and seven? Nobody needs to roll anything to know that Zordon looks confused. Um, by the saying that she just said? No. By um, what? By the monster. Okay. There, There is an aspect of what's happening here that he is confused by. Uh, Why does it have so many teeth? That's my question. He says, uh, well, it looks like Hexamus. He was a psychic alien he fed off of the disappointment of ruining holidays but the turbo rangers destroyed him 10 years ago well it looks like it's back and it wasn't actually destroyed (laughs) either he's back or Waylon has created a replica i don't like either option let's go (laughs) great um are you guys going to be morphed when you get there i'm probably smart i was gonna morph first and yeah Yeah, that's that's kind of what i meant morph and then teleport there yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I was going to do, too. Yep. Morph we already know there's a fight that's going to break. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're going to have to be uh, So in. basically, you guys morph, and now your morphin shell, instead of the, like, mostly black, but with a lot of accenting and uh, lines and things of your individual colors, each of the colors are outlined with gold. Hmm. Uh, because that's your awesome. morphin shells have upgraded. Hey. I love it. Nice. And, um, so, you guys get there. It is full-on chaos. There is uh, this Hexamus creature, as well as uh, uh, six polygoners. Um, so, we're going to go ahead and just immediately roll initiative, because why wouldn't we? Does my initi- does your initiative change when you're mor- morphed right? No. Let's your initiative is whatever it is. Okay. And in Abby's case, it is with disadvantage because you do not have training in initiative. Does that mean I, I yeah, I needed to pick that up at some yep. point. I just haven't. So that does that mean I roll two, two D20s and just choose the lower? Yep. It's technically called a snag in this system, but it's disadvantage like it is in D&D. Hmm. Does it matter if on a skill die I rolled a one? No. Okay. okay, good. All right. Who got above a 20? Who got 15 to 20? I got a 20. 30. You got a 30, 20. Now, a thing that we, an ability that you have as the Red Ranger that we have not used yet is called Follow Me. Yeah. Um, Technically, it's a choice you guys are supposed to make before you roll, but because I have not asked Jaden or uh, Casey what their initiatives are, they can choose to roll a d4 and just subtract that from your initiative and go at that point instead of whatever it is that they pick. I don't understand what that means. It It helps us. Your ability follow me means that you guys are more likely to go at the same time. Oh, okay. Instead of having your turn split out amongst. Uh, Well, I should probably do that. Take advantage of that because I rolled a because I got a six. Go ahead and uh, roll a d4 and four. Four? So sixteen. Sixteen. Oh, I had rolled a three, so (laughs) yeah. I just rolled the the d4. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And whatever you roll on the d4 is what you're subtracting from 20. Two. Two. Okay. So, Ruby, Jaden, then Casey, then the Polygoners, and then Hexamus. All right. Ruby, you're up first. Is there a way that I can uh, assess the situation a little bit to see what might 
weaken the bad or if there's anything that looks like it weakens the Santa or do I you can make an alertness roll Uh, that will be your action because you are having to like seriously take a look at it Um, I'll let you roll alertness with snag if you still want to like take attack actions and stuff no I really want to see what's going on so that way we have hopefully a uh, better understanding of what's going on I got a natural 20 and then 3 so 23 okay um, he doesn't have any hangups necessarily that you guys can take advantage of. Um, you are able to realize from what's happening around him is that he doesn't, he is incredibly perceptive of his surroundings. Okay. Um, so any attempts to, um, deceive him, blind him, deafen him, sneak around him are like, you don't think you'd be able to blind or deafen him at all. And any attempts to deceive or sneak around him is going to be incredibly difficult. So you can't blind or deafen him, and he can't be snuck up on? Is that what you're saying? It's just going to be hard to sneak up on him. It's not impossible, it's just hard. You also also notice that he's hucking around these, like, coal clumps. And sometimes they're hurting somebody, sometimes they hit somebody, and they just kind of get, like, dazed. Like, they don't know where they are or what's happening. So sometimes it hurts people, and then for others, it just confuses them? Yes. It it hurts Uh, the naughty. So I'll I'll let you in. The he does uh I'm, I'm not gonna tell you what it is, but he does have an ability called naughty or naughty. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't name it that. <laughs> That's very funny. Uh so for our listeners, uh Hexamus the Holiday Hoarder is a monster that just exists in the Power Rangers world, and what I did was take him and scale him down a little bit. Because I wanted to use him for this adventure, but he's a little bit too powerful for you guys to face right now. <clears throat> I mean, if he was really taken down by the Turbo Rager, he's probably coming back and building back up. Yeah, so they're, they are Hexamus the Holiday Hoarder. All of his abilities and what they do is just what it does out of the book. Just adjusted slightly. Okay. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, okay. I can't wait for my next turn. Also, the thing that makes him really hard to sneak up on is called Always Watching. Uh, he sees you when you're sleeping. He sees you when you you're sleeping. Watch out. You better watch out. Watch out. Watch out. He wants you to cry. Ah, <laughs> uh, I can't wait. So uh, he I, also sees you guys and is just nonplussed about it at all. I, I'm gonna say okay. a thing because I want everybody else to know about it, but I really, really hope that one of us finds a way to catch a coal clump and toss it back at him. That is absolutely, that was not a thing I considered letting you do, but I'm absolutely going to let you do it if you, like, hold your action for it. I want to do it so bad. Um, Why, that was my action, Don't let your dreams be dreams. Okay. Yeah. Um, I. Did you want to use your free action to summon your weapon? Or were you just going to beat on these guys for a while? Yeah, I want to summon my weapon. Okay. So that way I have it on hand. You summon your, uh, once again, you summon this single bladed sword it's not quite a katana doesn't like have that slight curve to it it is a straight blade what it was golden red yes yes um but the hilt of it is a horse's head so that the blade actually comes out of the horse's head (laughs) hell yeah it's like the most it's like the stabbiest unicorn yes it that is just the most horse girl shit you could have said to me and i'm so happy about it (laughs) 
I'm glad Ashley's over here easy. living her horse girl dreams. Yep. I literally have a box full of horse figurines at my parents' house. And I don't know where to put them. <laughs> I have so many of them, you guys. I forgot about them and found them now. What we should do is put uh, shelves kind of along the ceiling and line them up. All right, what's happening? <laughs> you volunteered yourself at the sea. I hope you're you listening this. to decorating tips with the Mighty Morphin Legacy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll uh, actually post it later when we actually get the funds to do the thing. Yep, but it is now <laughs> Jaden's turn. Okay. Uh, um, so the thing that you need to remember, as far as summoning your weapon, is that because your weapon is a big ass Buster Sword, yeah. your speed drops by ten feet once you summon it. <clears throat> but is my summoning um, is a free action? Free action, great. Let's go ahead and summon that bad boy. Okay, and then I'm going head first at him if I can, because I want to solo. I think him. you're about 25 feet away from it. So uh, with reduced speed, would you be able to make that? You say it's minus 10. Minus 10. Uh, you can't yeah, get it's... up to him and then summon the weapon. Okay, because you you can split your. Right. actions up however you like okay that's a better idea yeah because it's, i have 30 so yeah so it would, it would drop you down to 20 so yeah it would be quite close enough yeah yeah so it's uh, on summon so i think visually what happens is you run up and as you're running up you summon your huge the handle on this sword is probably about two feet long so that you can get the god damn it <laughs> keep hitting ashley's mic so that you can get the uh, uh kind of like fulcrum that you need out of it yeah um and for you the hilt is like a drag an open dragon's mouth and that's where the sword is coming out of but it actually like leafs out so it's wider at the end than it is at the hilt Mm. um and because your particular weapon is a morphin grid kind of artifact unique to you as a green ranger uh it does energy damage so unlike uh, the red blade of her of Ashley or Ruby's unicorn sword. Yours is this like liquid green energy. Nice. I'm just imagining kind of. It kind of looks like the like the sword like this like the energy sword from Halo, but not, not quite that, shaped yeah. like that. But like it, that same type of like hard it's, it's light. It's like that, except it does have these like droplets that come off of it when he swings that dissipate. Oh, that's, that's so fucking. That, that's cool. what I mean when I say like liquidy. Energy. That's so fucking cool, man. <laughs> the drip. The drip. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. He's quite literally got the drip. <laughs> okay. So I'm still good to attack, yeah? Yep. Yep. You actually have two attacks. Yep. And power strike is an upshift, right? Power strike. Um, Or solo strike, sorry. Yes. Yeah, solo strike is an upshift. Uh, you might have two upshifts at this point. I'm not sure. Really? It it's increases... Uh. There. I forgot to get all of my books off of the shelf, and now I'm trapped in. Uh-oh. <laughs> Let's see. You are seventh level. Yeah. So, yes, it is two upshifts. Hell yeah. Uh, what is your, your normal? Is it a D8 or a D10? D8. D8. Okay, so you're rolling a D20 and a D12. Nice. I didn't think I'd need a D12. I gotta find it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, generally you don't need a D12 for until much later in the game. <laughs> That's so cool. Uh, but yeah, getting doing whatever you can to create upshifts for yourselves is a serious. <laughs> so I'm looking for thirty. Holy shit! Holy fuck! Did you roll the highest on either of them? Yeah, natural twenty. Natural twenty. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. So you can 
deal double damage, or I'm going to say you can uh, you can either deal extra damage or you can give him the impaired condition for the rest of the scene. For the rest of the scene? Yes. <clears throat> uh, what the impaired condition is, is that he will suffer a downshift to all skill tests. Okay. So anytime he rolls a skill, it's a downshift. Okay. Which also means that if he's not trained in the skill, it's just a failure. Ah, yeah. Let's go with the impaired. Okay, so you deal two damage, and he is impaired. Uh, he didn't care for that. That I was bet. He really didn't like that. Yeah. So I'd like to do it again. If Go for it. Yeah, you got, you got your thing. Green Ranger over here kicking ass and taking names. It's amazing. Yeah, I mean, you're swinging your sword. Sparks are shooting off of it. Yeah. That is uh, 17. Uh, 17 hits. Hey. It's another two damage. I think you you swing this sword, and I think the most upsetting thing, I think, for enemies when you're swinging this sword is that you wield it with the same level of, like, fluidity as if it were half the size it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you're spinning this thing around, and you hit this guy twice, and he falls to his knees and goes, Well... It seems it's time I go to the next house. <laughs> uh, and at the end of your turn, this sleigh with rocket engines busts through the glass ceiling of this indoor mall and just scoops him up and sails off. Uh, you still have six polygoners to deal with, but he has escaped. Ugh, come on. Are you kidding me? I can't even. I didn't even get to shoot him. You yes. didn't blame Jaden for that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I beat his ass. I'll save some for the rest of you guys next time. I wanted to throw the coal at him. I wanted you to have a coal-tipped... Oh, no, you don't have a bow, do you? I have a bow. You got the bow. I wanted a coal-tipped arrow being shot at his face. That's what I wanted. That would have been amazing. If there's a, Is there any coal up to the ground? We could make this happen. No, hey. no, the coal uh, sort of explodes when it hits. Damn it. Fuck. Okay, anyways, uh, so we still got polygoners? Who's Six polygoners. Is it mine? Is it it my is turn? your turn. Cool. Uh, I... I want... To use PowerPoint and use volley, so nice. I get three attacks. I, I want to say I get three shots because we're level seven. Level seven is three shots. All right. Um, so, my targeting, unlike my initiative, is very good. <laughs> yes, uh, and you do make separate attacks for each uh, shot. Uh, first one's a twenty-four, okay, and I got gone. the highest on the. <laughs> it has one hit point and a uh, toughness of thirteen. Twenty-three. That one's also gone. 14. That one is also gone. So three are just gone. Yeah, so there are only three polygoners left now. And it is their turn. And they, uh, you see all six of them just sort of watched as Hexmas flew off without any of them. And the three remaining just sort of like look at each other and then just kind of shrug and gang up on Jaden. <laughs> right there and you're scary. <laughs> They're just like, <laughs> I don't. I don't know what we're supposed to do here. So I, I guess we hit him. I don't know. <laughs> well, that is a six on the first one, a fifteen on the second one. It is up to you whether you are using your evasion or your toughness because they don't get to choose which one they're targeting. You said eighteen, uh, fifteen, fifteen. No, yeah, and a nineteen that hits. Okay, you deal. They deal one wait, wait, damage. Hold on, hold on. What is a uh, toughness? Um, toughness is if you are just sort of taking the hit, but choosing, but like kind of relying on your own strength and fortitude to withstand the hit. Yeah. Okay. That, uh, morphed is 19. 
that is what they got. So meter so beats. Uh, if they meet, they still hit. Okay. Um, so you are dealt one damage as they're kind of like piling on you and you, you're you just using your training to sort of take the hits, but one does this like punch you square in the helmet. Ow. Uh, but now it is Ruby's turn. Uh, I'm going to go after whoever's closest to me with my uh, sword. Okay, so one of the polygoners. Yeah, and what do I roll as far as... Uh, your sword is might. Might, okay, cool. Might... 18. All right. You cut one polygoner in half. All right. And then there's another one, I'm assuming, close. Yeah. And I have I have two. You have two attacks. Okay. I, thought, I thought I did. Eight. And eight doesn't hit. All right. Uh, so there are two polygoners left, and Jaden, it is your turn. Hit the nearest. All right. Am, am I solo? No. Okay. But there's still one upshift. Is that right? No. So All right. So power solo strike has two upshifts. Yes. Okay. But because you can't use Solar Strike, you're just yeah. back to your regular yeah, D8. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure if the second upshift was from something separate or no. Not. No, that was just from Solar Strike. You're you're a high enough level that it upgraded. Fourteen. Uh, that hits. You take one of them out. There's only one left. Because right. I think this one, you just like bring your sword down and cut him in half vertically. Sweet. <laughs> Fifteen. <laughs> yeah, that was sort of busting here. Uh, so yeah, combat is over. You guys have uh, saved the day as far as any further destruction. Um, what do you do? The ball, the mall was full of people when this attack started. Oh yeah, I imagine they've cleared out real fast. Well, Some people have. Some people were getting attacked. Yeah, I'm gonna help get some of these people to places to get medical aid. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm asking Alfie to see if he can't track that sleigh. Okay. Uh, I'm hoping uh, Ruby get get people uh, get people to safety. Okay, so you're you're checking that stuff out. Yeah, so Jaden, you you call Alpha and he goes, uh, "Yeah, I got a signal from him a little bit, but that sleigh once it hits orbit, he went into orbit. <laughs> yeah, once it gets into the stratosphere, it can just go too fast for me to be able to track it. Great, but definitely Hexamus, not a, a with the scans from your heads up display." Definitely not a hologram. Uh, and while he's saying this, Jaden, you're just sort of like looking around the crowd and people are helping each other. You know, I mean, that's pretty standard there. Um, and you see this woman is uh, older woman is uh, helping. Someone has a head injury. So she's making sure they're elevated and awake and things like that. And you realize that is your mother. Huh. You just immediately clock it. Mm hmm. Well, I'll go over. <laughs> you know, are you okay, man? She goes, Do you um, need medical attention? Oh, I'm I'm fine. Um, uh, if you have something you can do that can help, uh, this man he he got hit pretty hard in the head. I mean, he's still pretty aware of what's happening, but I'm really concerned about he has a a concussion or something like that. Thank you so much for helping. Of course, I mean we'll make sure he gets medical attention, but. Probably should clear out as soon as you can. Um, She she nods and kind of leaves him to your care. And you notice that as she's clearing out, she sees another person who kind of needs help and just sort of stops and (laughs) makes sure that they're okay. And they're much better off than that guy is, so she's able to leave. Uh, And about this time, the AMTF shows up. um, And 
one of them comes up to uh, Ruby, because the Red Ranger is always the leader. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that. And says, um, sorry it took us so long to get here. What happened? Well, there was an evil Santa, basically. I know it sounds like crazy. stovetop head? You said stovetop head? Yeah, like a bunch of smoke coming out of his head. Yeah. Heximus. I've read the file on him. Oh, okay. Well, it was Heximus, and uh, he was causing a lot of havoc, and there was polygoners here as well. So uh, he, he nods and kind of like talks into his morpher and goes, uh, all right, guys, we're doing cleanup and triage. Uh, anybody who doesn't need to be in an, in an ambulance, just make sure that they're comfortable until we can get a better look at them. Anybody who needs to be in an ambulance, set up the stretchers. Um, and then somebody walks in, another AMTF walks in, who seems to be uh, a higher rank than the guy you were talking mm-hmm. to. As he says, uh, 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 Trooper, what are you doing? Arrest them. And he the goes, well, sir, they didn't do anything. Like, we don't know what their connection is yet. I thought we no, leave. Fuck that. I'm gonna I'm literally just gonna be like just press the button and I, I think yeah, I mean you're you're just like, all right, Alpha, let's get out of here. <laughs> and the three of you are teleported away. I'm not gonna say fuck that guy because you know I don't think expand. I'm gonna let you arrest me today. It's yeah, like I think hey, Ruby man, literally we're goes, done. Okay, well I guess you guys have it under control here and you guys just <laughs> teleport away. <laughs> Exactly. I just imagine both both of the AMTF people are just standing there, and he go, and the the first guy goes, uh, "So what do you want to do now?" And the other yeah, guy just, just like uh, walks away, yeah, just fuming. <laughs> um, so you guys are back in the command center uh, pretty immediately. Um, and make a roll here. Um, you guys are are kind of looking over the footage. You know, Alpha 7 is talking about what he was able to figure out. It's definitely Heximus. He's definitely been um, weakened somehow. Probably. It's it's not unusual for certain alien species, especially more unique creatures like Heximus, to be able to reconstitute themselves. Um, it, it's pretty freak. You know, a lot of alien species and alien creatures can recover from virtually any injury. So they may have thought he was destroyed, but if he wasn't destroyed in a specific way, maybe he reconstituted somehow. But as that is happening, uh, Jaden Zordon puts his hand on your shoulder and says, uh, can I speak to you for a moment? Yeah, what's up? He leads you uh, into another room and he says, uh, you seem troubled. It's been an interesting day. Please. Mother's in town. Huh. She was there. She was there? Yeah. What was she doing? Helping people. Is that unusual? For me, yeah. Yes, it is. If I had seen that kind of care when I was younger, I would have stuck around. Well, I know that she uh, told me that she called. Yeah. Do you think that maybe this is a, a sign that perhaps she has changed? I don't know. I'm not sure why she's back. He says, uh, well, for what it's worth, I believe that people can always change for the better. And I think if people are capable of changing for the worse, they are also capable of changing for the better. Obviously, make your own decisions. You understand how you feel about this much more than I do. And obviously, you understand who your mother is more than I do. Yeah, but we've got a lot on our plate right now. 
never thought I'd utter the sentence. We have a psycho Santa we have to go hunt down, but uh, I think we should deal with that first. He he smiles and says, uh, you'll find yourself saying a lot of things you never thought you would say. I have no doubt. Um, but the, and he puts his hand on your shoulder again. Um, and Zordon is like 6'3". Like, he's not a short guy. Uh, so there is this almost like, I don't want to say father, like father-son thing happening here. I think that's kind of up to Jaden, but maybe a like older brother kind of thing. As he says, uh, my last bit of advice would be try not to let opportunities like this slip past. I, I don't believe that I have told you this, but Lord Zed was once my mentor. He was injured while trying to do what he believed was right. And I was so focused on my own feelings about the rules he had broken that I was not there for him. And I believe that I could have potentially prevented him becoming what he became if I had chosen to reach out. Uh, Then he kind of pats your shoulder and just sort of walks away, heads back into the command center. Thanks, Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And we'll cut back to you two. What do you think you two are talking about? Freaking evil mall Santa. (laughs) I feel like probably that. Mm-hmm. And like, can you fucking believe that uh, AMTF guy, the higher ranking one? I, I mean, feel like that would be a thing that. I mean, I'm not entirely surprised. Unfortunately, like uh, Franklin Whalen ha- um, has made it abundantly clear that he is not our fan. Yeah, like you think they would be trying to get more details about like you know the the person who is actually attacking people, the evil mall, evil Santa. Yes. Uh, as you're having this conversation and uh, Zordon walks back into the room, uh, Casey, your cell phone starts to ring. Oh, God. I uh, I have ringtones personalized to who it it's is. It's your mom. Oh, and you just hear Casey stop mid-rank. Go, oh, God. Just, you know, pulls it out, takes a deep breath, and, and like goes, hi, Mom. You know, immediately customer service voice. Yeah, she goes, uh, hey, sweetie, just wanted to let you know uh, we're heading to the hotel right now. What? Well, you said that you couldn't afford to come home for Christmas, so we decided to visit. Okay, where are you staying at? Well, like I said, we're on our way to the hotel. We know that your apartment isn't big enough. Which hotel are you staying at, Mom? Uh, She just gives you a hotel that you realize is about, it's pretty much right around the corner from your apartment building. You just see Casey making faces and just goes, okay, I'll see you when I get home. have it on speaker, so nobody else can hear it, but Alpha does lean over to Zordon and go, her parents are in town. In uh, case you just goes, I'll see you. I'll see you when I get home. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. We're excited to see you. Okay, mom. See you. And as you hang up, Zordon looks at Alpha and goes, "How did you know?" And he goes, "Oh, I bug all their phones." I hear that, and I just turn and go, "Well, we'll have the discussion later." Zordon just goes, "No, absolutely not." And Alpha's like, "What? What if they're in trouble or being like blackmailed or something?" And Zordon goes, well, then we trust them to come to us. Just any bugs that you have, just get rid of them. Just gone. I don't, I shouldn't have to say this, but just gone. Just go. Get rid of them. Yes. He got really Southern. <laughs> just gone. <laughs> gone. <laughs> like, y'all get. <laughs> uh, Casey is just, oh, just man. like, uh, kind of like 
crouches down and like brings your hands to her face. It is just kind of like it just kind of like taking deep breaths. And you all you hear is her mumbling, I don't want to deal with this. Why did they come? Why? Why? Uh yeah, and you you pretty much just see that while you're doing that, Alpha Seven just walks up to the computer and brings up this program that is clearly monitoring like the not just your cell phones, but like your landlord's cell phone. Uh, for Ruby, it's your parents and your brother. You see what my brother's up to? <laughs> you, you say that, and Zordon goes, "No, <laughs> I shouldn't have to say this to you either." No, I, I just, mean, just, I just imagine curious. Zordon just threatening everyone with a spray bottle, like a cat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just really curious, Zordon. God, <laughs> so hoping for some, you know, blackmail. <laughs> We said basically the same thing because she said leverage <laughs> and you said blackmail. <laughs> Zordon just like leans up against the console and he does that thing where you're like holding your elbow and like pinching the bridge of your nose. He's trying not to get a fucking migraine. <laughs> I mean, he is just one big head. I mean, if he's in a hard light body, but like, yeah. Yeah, I'm he just... physically can't get migraines, but he can psychically get migraines. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's very funny to me. Um, so, yeah, and he he's just doing that, and he just says, "We'll keep trying to track Hexmas's sleigh. In the meantime, Alpha Seven and I will work on a way for you to follow him if he escapes on his sleigh again." Okay, sounds rad. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and he looks at he says, "Uh, get some rest." And he looks at Casey and Jade and goes handle what you need to handle. I just want them to stop bothering me. Their family, they're never going to stop. Alpha 7 just says, stop answering their calls. (laughs) Uh, In case he's like, "Eh, eh." she wants to argue, but she's not, but she knows he's right. That is the the problem with arguing with a robot. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, what is everybody doing? I mean, if there's absolutely nothing for me to do, then I'm just going to go back to my house and hang with my family, I guess, for a little bit. All right. Um, I think, you know, your your parents are uh, talking about the most recent attack on the ball. Yeah. That checks out. Uh, you know, kind of just talking about how... I think your mom, more so than your dad, is concerned about how... Like, why is this happening again? Mm-hmm. Um, and your brother's up in his room. Well, I don't feel like my character would really say much about, like, unless it got real weird or whatever. Like, mom's view is like, oh, it's the Power Rangers fault. It doesn't seem like to be that. that. It's more just like a general, like, they were gone for for almost a decade, both the monsters and the Power Rangers. Who cares which is causing what? Mm-hmm. Why is it happening again? Yeah. Um, and your dad seems to be more of the opinion of, well, the Power Rangers are here, so. We're good. Yeah, you know, yeah, they, they kept us. us safe before. They'll keep us safe again. Yeah. Um, and like I said, your brother's up in his room. I'm probably going to go, like, mess with my brother then for a little bit. Because that's what siblings do with each other. It's like, hey, man, what have you been up to? Yeah. You, you just uh, barge in his room and turn off the light. <laughs> turn on the light. Bro, I mean, that's not that's not uncommon. He seems to be, like, sitting at his computer playing a, a game. 
with his uh, friends. Mm. Um, and I think what you notice immediately is that it's a much older game. Like a game that he hasn't played in a really long time? Like a game that probably came out 12 to 15 years ago. When did you start playing the old stuff? And he kind of jumps and goes, uh, my friends wanted to play it because, you know, it's that, uh, you remember when I, I used to play that old, uh, or, or, uh, I never got to play it when it came out, but do you remember that old Power Rangers MMO? Yeah. Yeah. So we found a, uh, let's call it a link online. Uh huh. And, you know, my friends wanted to play it, so. I think the first thing you notice is that he is obviously the Red Ranger. Good choice. Yeah, the Red Ranger is the leader. Why are you acting like that's so obvious? I didn't. I figured you'd probably t- pick the tech one. The Blue Ranger sucks. <laughs> wow. Next you're going to be like, oh, I thought you'd pick the Pink Ranger. What's wrong with the Pink Ranger? All the Pink Ranger gets is a bow. Those are kind of cool. Red Ranger gets a sword. I mean, I'm not going to lie, Red Ranger is the best, but just saying. The other ones have some good choices, too. Are, I, I mean, I'm offended. Are you here for a reason? Or... No, I came in here to hang out and see what you're up to. Okay, well, I'm busy. Shit. Don't you have stuff to do? You've been yeah. busy for a while? Or are you just suddenly not busy anymore? Yeah, actually. I'm not busy right now, so I figured I could hang out with my little brother, but okay. Uh, maybe the Lord's roll. Fifteen? Um, when he says, like, oh, you're so busy, it's, there's a resentment there. Okay. Like, he, he seems to be genuinely, he's hiding it, but he seems to be genuinely bothered by the fact that you guys haven't gotten to hang out in, like, months. I think I'm gonna be like, hey, man, you wanna, like, maybe not go to the mall because that place is kind of fucked up right now, but do you wanna, like, go, like, go out and do something together instead of playing the game for a little while? Uh, and he, I'll let your 15 carry on, uh, he's hiding it, but he, he's like, yeah, all right. I mean, we just finished up our, this match. Nice. Cool. Uh, and I mean, he's hiding it, but he's obviously very happy that that's the case. Yeah. Um, what is Casey? Uh, well, after she gets home, she just kind of like closes the door and just kind of sits there and just like, she's like sitting at the bottom of in front of her door just like trying to like stop herself from like panicking because she's like she does not want her parents here yeah um i think as that is happening here a little uh and you look and there's just a cat sitting on your table i i check yeah this is my apartment hi uh i kind of walk up and like offer my hand to sniff would that be like animal handling or something yeah sweet baby you might have a friend 12 Seems to react positively. You can see directly into your bedroom from where you're standing, and you realize you left your window open. Because, I mean, it's SoCal. It's still mm-hmm. plenty warm in the winter. Uh, you left your window open last night. Okay, well, um, after I'm finished, you know, petting the cat, because I start, uh, after he, you know, positively reacts to sniffing my hand, I just kind of start scratching him behind the ears. I gotta close the the window because uh I just slipped myself open to burglars. Jesus Christ. I close it and then just kind of like look at the cat and go, Hi buddy. <laughs> so Um, I would I would say it definitely looks like a strip. 
Mm-hmm. It, this does not look like somebody's cat. Oh yeah, it look cat looks rough. Um, not necessarily rough, but, but just, definitely like the fur's not as clean as if it was somebody's pet. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're they're even when people don't give their cats bath, there is a difference in like how the fur feels mm-hmm. when they live outside and when they live in a house. Yeah, it's got that oily feeling. Yeah, outdoor cats have, and uh, I think it's uh, I imagine it has like a little notch in the ears, so it's probably one of the stray cats that gets um gets fixed mm-hmm. so it's got, got that little notch yeah yeah which would also explain why it seems so chill like, chill yeah mm-hmm. it clearly some because there there are uh charities in the area that they uh take care of the various cat colonies mm-hmm. in the city but they do like you say they catch them spay and neuter them and then release them back and just kind of make sure that they're not Breathing dying out of, control. of exposure or starvation or whatever i go back to like uh petting Petting the cat. Hey, buddy. Yeah, you you sit down at the table to uh, pet him, and he just climbs into your lap and lays down. Oh, oh, okay. I guess I have a cat now. Casey's Casey has not had a pet before. Yeah, it's the CDS Uh, cat mm -hmm. distribution system. Yeah, cat distribution system. Oh God! Imagine if you're gonna be hanging around a bit. I should probably like give you a name. Is that okay? We're gonna. Cut to Jaden. Uh, what is Jaden doing? Same old thing, man. It's been a stressful day. So he's just in the gym training. Yeah. I mean, you get a, a text from Kelly, just sort of, you guys don't, neither one of you are big texters, uh, but you generally have like short conversations every day. Uh, and he's just like, you know, how's your day been? Mm-hmm. Has she asked that? She asked if how's yeah, your day Yeah, been? she just texts you, how's your day been? Uh, a little eventful, but chill now. You? You know, uh, pretty boring, eventful, like, question mark. Yeah, you know, I mean, Angel Grove. Yeah, and then there's, like, a gif of somebody just sort of shrugging their shoulders. Mm-hmm. And she says, uh, were you near the mall? Uh, it's nearby, yeah. Passing through. Uh, and the, I think the last kind of part of the conversation is uh, her texting you and saying uh uh i guess we did forget to have a conversation about whether or not we're at a point to buy each other presents uh yeah i guess so what do you think uh i think you get the ellipses for a little while yeah like they go away they come back they go away they come back and she says i may or may not have already gotten something Mm Hmm. but no pressure right and then you're giving her the ellipses again. Well, I may or may not have a you know a discount for your lessons if you know if you're nice. I think you get like a, a laughing emoji back. <laughs> you both know that's not a present. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but with that, this episode is over. So much cute in one fucking episode. Fuck yeah. Casey gets a cat. Casey got a cat. Uh do you have any pluggables, Abby? Uh yeah, I I'm still on the hellscape. That's Twitter. Uh, elevenly underscore e. Go forth, have fun. I mainly share things I care about. You also have a blue sky now. Oh yeah, I do have a blue sky. I mean, same thing. Elevenly underscore e. I'm trying to make sure I use that more. But too, I also sh- share things I care about and uh, find funny. Yep. Lots of jokes on there. I like it so far. You can find me on TikTok and Instagram, being pretty inactive most of the time under Am Cosplay Queen. 
And you can catch me here beating the ever-loving shit out of Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's fair. Yeah. Uh, you can support this podcast by going to weplayrpgs.com. Uh, that is rpgs.com. Uh, following the support show link and, uh, you know, buying yourself some coffee or some dice or some t-shirts or stickers. Presents. Uh, yes, they are very good presents, although this episode is going to be coming out well after Christmas. Fuck. Uh <laughs> As regular it's December. It's then. like December third, listeners. You have to understand. We yeah, record these months we in are advance. Well behind the episodes themselves. Uh, treat yourself. Treat yourself. <laughs> uh, late Christmas presents are better than no Christmas presents. Yes. Uh, and everybody likes getting presents. Um, special thanks to Keely Byrne for the use of our theme song, First Contact. Uh, you can find me, Eli Royal online everywhere at some variation of grumpy badger dice including blue sky uh because i have deleted twitter so you're not gonna be seeing any more shit on twitter about the podcast or anything like that uh and you can also find me uh having tied a reindeer antler to a dog uh slinking around your house stealing presents bye